You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, talking Nebraska basketball as uh, Fred Whitberg's team uh, took a hit this week. Um, you know, Robin's been talking about uh, Adama Sanogu uh, for a number of weeks. Um, you know, it felt like he was a lock, and I know I butchered his name based on Rob, Robin's <laughs> chuckle there, um, but he's a no-go. Yeah, yeah, you can pronounce it Adama, so not going to happen. Uh, because, uh, <laughs> yeah, things took a uh, pretty drastic turn over the weekend. Obviously, Adama Sonogo, four-star, top 50 uh, center out of um, the Patrick School out in New Jersey. 2021 recruit was gonna is going to reclassify 2020. Uh, and he was the number one target on Nebraska's board for a long time, for months. And up until probably Thursday, uh, I would say that Nebraska thought that thing was in the bag. Uh, then they were actually kind of planning on the next steps of uh, you know where they would uh, go with with him on the roster. Well, you know the weekend happens and suddenly things kind of fell apart a little bit. And I think it was a combination of reasons that that went down to that. For one, uh, keep in mind he was never able to visit Lincoln. Um, he was supposed to take an official visit for the spring game uh, back in April. And obviously that uh, was canceled. And so I think not seeing Lincoln and you know, kind of getting the firsthand experience, that's always hard to, to overcome, um, especially with high school players. And then, you know, the, the real push late with schools that were closer to home, um, you know, obviously UConn got him, but Seton Hall was right there in the mix. Maryland was right there in the mix uh, that, you know, really uh, pushing him to stay home. But uh, there was also a narrative that got pushed of uh, Nebraska not necessarily needing uh, a traditional big man to be successful in Fred Hoiberg's offense. And um, I guess there's some history to support that, but um, Nebraska wouldn't have made him such a priority if that were the case. But, you know, that idea, I think, got pushed in his head. And when you pair that with, you know, oftentimes kids like that, especially, um, you know, international players that come to the United States that are kind of here on their own and they're being taken care of by, um, you know, guardians and handlers and uh, coaches and all that stuff. A lot of times people get in their ear and push them to make decisions that the, the those, you know, outside forces uh, want to happen. And I think maybe that the, the big man narrative of Nebraska kind of helped convince Adama to see um, what some other people were trying to tell him. And in the end, UConn was able to make a, like I said, a pretty drastic push over the last few days of this weekend and stole him from right under Nebraska's feet. And that big man narrative, Robin, it's, it's not accurate. I mean, in a lot of ways, they've had to play that way because of the hand they were dealt. It's right. not, it, I mean, what basketball coach of any kind would say, I don't want a good big man. Every coach wants big, a good big man. But Nebraska obviously has not had very many. And that was the roster they were dealt with, um, you know, and, and they, they were recruiting a specific guy here that fit what they wanted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to be successful in spite of not having that type of player. But, you know, Nebraska's been trying to recruit one of those for a long, long time. And I'm telling you, they were very, very, very close to finally getting that guy. And, you know, the curse of Nebraska continues. So now, as far as what they do to fill that spot, um, I don't know because they still have some options as far as potential 2020 bigs, one of which being uh, Gabe Wisnitzer uh, from the Hargrave Military Academy out in Virginia. Uh, he and he did a virtual visit with Fred Hoiberg and Matt Abdelmasi on Tuesday night, and I talked to him Tuesday night after that visit, and uh, he really loved everything they had to say. But, you know, he and a lot of other players uh, are reluctant, especially high school kids, 
are reluctant to make decisions on a school without visiting a campus first. And I don't blame them for that. I mean, how do you understand what you're getting yourself into in one of the biggest decisions of your basketball career without actually seeing and meeting people? Uh, I mean, that I think is going to hurt Nebraska, especially as we talked about with the recruiting uh, restrictions on right now till June 1st. Um, you know, that really leaves a small window for them to get a guy on campus and make the decision and all that stuff uh, before the start of the season. So, if they can't find a guy, I wouldn't be surprised one bit if they just held on to that spot and kept it in their back pocket going into the season to potentially have available for a mid-year transfer or just save it for the 2021 class in which they're in on a lot of high school, top-level high school players and obviously transfers. So it's not the end of the world. It's a blow, a big blow, no matter how you want to spin it. I mean, this was a guy that Nebraska really wanted and they thought they were going to get him and they didn't. But I don't think it's a crippling, uh, devastating blow in the sense that they already have far more front court depth and talent than they did a year ago. And you look ahead to 2021, I think they're in very good spots with some top-level players there in the front court. Well, and in 2021, Robin, we might see the one-time transfer rule actually go into effect too. So there could be more value in 21 to have that available um, the way the staff recruits transfers that you could get a guy immediately eligible versus a sit-out guy or a high school player right now that probably is not Big Ten ready. Yeah, and so they're not going to take a guy just to take a guy. It has to be the right fit. And, you know, right now they're at, what, 12 scholarship players, and the idea of keeping a full 13 uh, happy is uh, unrealistic. So uh, they're not going to force the issue, and it has to be the right player with the right fit uh, for what they want to do. So if that player comes up, yes, they're going to do all they can to get him. But – Worst case scenario, they just hold that thing. And like you said, with the transfer market taking a massive change with that rule, uh, and then obviously with the the high school players that they're in on and have been on for the past couple years, uh, I think that that would almost serve more valuable to wait and hold on to that spot as opposed to just, you know, taking a guy just to fill a spot. And Robin, we talked earlier in the show about the June 1st day for the Big Ten and and kind of what that means. Um, Is Nebraska basketball going to be kind of under that same um, umbrella where – you know, maybe they're going to try to get their guys on campus um, by early June as well. Yeah, June 6th is the day that Fred Hoiberg has said publicly they're still shooting for. Um, Which is right before the five-week right, number one session. Right, so, I mean, until that changes, that's that's the plan of operation here. But here's a, an interesting element to that. Right now, Nebraska has four international players that are outside of the country, and they can't get back into the country right now because of the uh, travel restrictions that are put on there. And so you have two in Canada, Shamil Stevenson and Delano Banton. You have Thor, Thorbjörn Arsen in Iceland. And then you have Ivan Wadrogo, who's out in France. And, you know, that right now... Uh, they expect those bands to really be loosened uh, by the end of this month. So hopefully, you know, right around that May 31st, June 1st deadline, that should be cleared. And, you know, the university is allowed to pay for their travel back. So it can be a deal where as soon as whatever restriction may be in place are lifted, they can buy a ticket and get those guys on campus. So even if it pushes their arrival back, you know, a, a few days or even a week, it's not the end of the world. But that's another element to this whole thing that doesn't really get talked about that, because of the international flavor on Nebraska's roster right now, they're dealing with um, some unusual things and just getting their guys back on campus uh, by the time uh, they're finally allowed to. All right, when we come back, we're going to bring in Grace Harmon. We'll take some questions in the mailbag. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.